Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. Pastors, thank you all so much for having me in today. It is really a joy and a privilege to, to be here, as Pastor was saying uh, we've known one another. Well, I got into the group in 1993. Praise the Lord. I was like 10 years old. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I repent already. Amen. <laughs> but uh, uh, Pastor Angela, she used to come back quite a bit and help uh, Pam do the uh, tapes for the services. So uh, we even worked together some. Praise the Lord. But it is a joy and a privilege to uh, be here with you all this morning. Praise the Lord. Uh, just in case you don't know, I can't tend to be a, a screamer, a shouter, a runner, or a dancer, that kind of person. Praise the Lord. Amen. So if you want to exit now, now's a good time to get out. <laughs> or just take your run and just go right now. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. But no, we're going to have a good time in, in, in the Lord this morning. Again, it, it is always an honor and a privilege to, to minister to the people of God. Amen. And uh, brothers, I think I'm going to sing something after I get done this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. Listen, I don't, I don't believe in preaching and teaching all day. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I just, I, just, I just don't believe in it. Y'all going to be back next week and the week after that and the week after that. I believe in bringing your supply and doing what you're supposed to do and going on. Amen. And I also believe in you all hooking it up and getting it fast because I only get this shot at you. So come on, let's go. I, I'm not your pastor. I don't have all that time to work with you. Let's get it and go now. I ain't playing. <laughs> when, you, when you travel, you got to hit it. When you pastor, you get the love on the people and just deal with them. I ain't dealing with you. <laughs> ah, that's funny, ain't it? But I did pastor for two years, and it's like I'm not cut out for this. <laughs> We survived, praise the Lord. I didn't kill anybody and nobody killed me, but I'm telling you, I felt like having some barbecued sheep. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Y'all never hadn't heard of barbecued, I mean, peanut butter chicken, ain't heard of barbecued sheep either. <laughs> Good stuff, nah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. If you can't have fun in church, shame on you. Amen. Praise the Lord. One of the things that we know from the word of God is that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. And coming into uh, service like this and being together like this, there are things that just fall off of you just from being in the presence. Amen. Just from being with the people of God, being with the saints of God. Amen. Praise God. But I want to get into the word this morning, I believe, right off first thing here. And again, I'm not going to be before you all day long. Let's get it and get it done. Praise God. But in, in preparing and my heart and getting ready to, to be here this weekend, actually, Pastor, when, when you asked me to come, Psalm 100 just dropped in my heart. And uh, I want to begin reading that scripture first, I believe. Praise the Lord. So if you would just turn with me to Psalm 100. And I'm going to read it out of the King James Version of the Bible this morning. If you got it, say, I've got it. Amen. That's enough people for me to move on. It says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. 
Verse 4 says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. Woo! That, that's a run right there. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all, all, all generations. Okay, I got to slow down here a little bit. I'm feeling it in my left foot already. (laughs) Amen, but I'm going to try to be too wild this morning because I know it get tonight too. Oh. (laughs) Amen, but we want to make sure that we get the right input so that we get the right output. Amen. And uh, again, in, in coming... Looking to the Lord, there are things that I know that God wants to get to us. There are things that God wants to do in our lives individually, and yet there are things that he wants to do for us collectively as his body. And and it's important that we know how to access those things. Are you with me this morning? Amen. And, and one of the ways that we, we access, in thing, uh, access things in God is through our praise in worship. Remember at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And power showed up in the jail cell as they were praying and singing praises under God. I'm telling you, power can show up in the most unusual places as we sing and as we minister to the Lord. He wants to get the power to us no matter where we're at. All right. Praise the Lord. He, he desires that we not go without. He doesn't want us as his children begging and pleading. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Huh? Doesn't want us begging and pleading for provision. Doesn't want us begging and pleading for health. Come on, soundness, peace, joy. We shouldn't be begging and pleading for those things, but we ought to know how to access the presence of God. Just through our praise and worship and singing and giving thanks unto him, and things just happen. I mean, happen Without even asking. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. (laughs) Praise the Lord, but it's important. I have to pull back, y'all, because I just... (laughs) But it's important. I believe it's very important that we, we learn how to flow with God, how to flow with the power of God, how to flow with the anointing of God. I believe it's important that, that now that I'm getting older, praise the Lord, 30 is older than 10. <laughs> praise the Lord. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be turning 55 in November. Black don't crack, hey? No. <laughs> yeah, November I'll be 55. I look at some of my friends that are my age and I think, oh my God, what happened? What did you do to make God mad? (laughs) (laughs) So it's important that we learn and not that we just learn, but it's important that we pass on to the generations coming behind us why it is that we do what we do. Hello? Hello? It's important to know, you know, why you put chocolate in chocolate cake. It's not chocolate cake without the chocolate. You might have cake, but it's not chocolate cake. Hello? And you might have music and you may have singing, but it's not, it's not in spirit and in truth unless the word is in it. Uh, trying to be nice too, but a lot of people get hyped up 
on a lot of music that is out there today, and it has no God content in it. God's not in it. I said, God's not in it. I'll say it one more time. God's not in it. His name's not in it. His spirit is not in it. His word is not in it. God's not in it. Yet everybody wants to, oh, that's my song. How can it be your song when he's not in it? Well, I wish the praise team would sing that song. It just blesses me. It blesses me so much. And everybody's singing it. Why aren't we doing it? Because God's not in it. Doesn't matter if it's popular. (laughs) Well, everybody's still smiling at me, so I'm doing all right. Come on. We have to keep our praise and worship pure. Amen. And over in John chapter 4, verses 23, 24, it says this, but the hour cometh and now is when true worshipers, true worshipers, true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks such to worship him. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit. Everybody say in spirit. Say it again. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Listen, your soul is not your spirit. And there are things that connect to our souls that our souls like, huh? But it's not spirit. And our admonition from the word of God is to worship in spirit and in truth. That's our location, spirit and in truth. And those are things that we have to pass on to the generations behind us, generations that are coming up. Listen, this is is our basic foundation right here. It's got to be in spirit and it's got to be in truth, not just because it makes you feel good and hits you in the right place in your soul. Well, the word comes to divide between our spirit and our soul and our body. That's why we need the word in there so we know what we're connecting to. Mm, God is a spirit and he seeks. He seeks those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. And a lot of times there has to be so much correction. I, am gonna, I haven't forgot where I started at, just so you know. But it seems to be that that our music is becoming more entertaining rather than pure worship, pure praise in spirit and in truth. That Again, that we have connected with our soul. Our music must be God-focused, God-filled, God-directed. And sometimes it takes correction to get things back on the right path where they should be. Amen. And in this day and time, people don't like being corrected. (laughs) You see, there's a whole lot of places in here I could just really mess, but I'm not because we got a destination. But there needs to be correction made. And, and I remember in, in being with Brother Hagen, one of my uh, first few meetings with him, I was exhorting one night. And I was over, over in the Psalms where it says, I look to the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. And I started exhorting and just preaching about looking to the hills. Come on, look to the hills from which come your help, your help come. You know, and I got the crowd with me. And everybody, yeah, amen, hallelujah. <laughs> Hanky's waving and everything, you know, amen. And I look back over at dad and he's just, <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking to myself, I went to your Bible school, you ought to get with this, you know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. 
But anyway, he, he, he got up and he took the platform after we got done singing, you know, and everybody's running and dancing and it looked like the real thing. And he comes to the, to the podium and he's just standing there and he's watching everybody and he buttons his coat. I have vivid memory <laughs> of this. Buttons his coat and he says, you can be seated. Praise the Lord. He said, well, amen. I don't know about you, but I'm not looking to the hills. <laughs> I wanted to fall in the floor. It's like that. That's scripture. Hello, you told us to be scriptural. There's our scripture. <laughs> you know, he said, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not looking to the hills anymore. Some of y'all about to pass out this morning. Because <laughs> y'all sing that song. I will look to the hills. I uh, forget the words. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from which cometh my head. My help cometh from the Lord. Maker of heaven and earth, he said. You know, we get into it. That's pretty good. (laughs) But he said, I'm not looking to the hills anymore. He said, over here in, in the New Testament, in our new covenant, we don't look out anymore. But we're looking in. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Know ye not that you are the temple of the living God, that God dwells in you, God lives in you. And he took about two minutes and turned the auditorium back up right. Huh? He got us back over into the light. You know, and the team, they, they were looking at me and kind of feeling sorry for me because here he is. I get rebuked before thousands of people. You know, why couldn't he take me to the back room? (laughs) Well, I did it publicly. Huh? So I deserve the rebuke publicly. Now, he wasn't trying to be mean. Hello? He just trying to get us to go down the right path, go the right direction, teach us the right way. This is how you do it. Over here in the old was good, but over here in the light is better. Not just better, but far better. So come on over here in the light now. Come on, that that's good. But come on over here because it's good over here. Whoo! And so you know, I'm standing there and I'm looking at him, and 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 I wanted to be all up in my feelings. All right, if I tell the truth today. Uh, but, but on the inside, I knew what he was saying was right. And it's like, okay, all right. All right, big boy. <laughs> all right, I got you. So our next meeting that we were in, when they called for that song, I didn't look to the hills. huh? But I looked to greater is he that is in me and I started exhorting on greater is he and I looked over there at him and he was like like like, yeah (laughs) but correction had to be made adjustments come on I had to make an adjustment in how I was looking at things I had been I had been hearing that for years Believing that for years about looking out, looking to the hills. But how much greater to have the revelation of greater is he that is in us. Our answer is in us. Our direction is in us. Our joy is in us. Our healing is in us. It's all in us. We don't have to look out. We look in. Out of your belly. It flows. (sighs) I get excited about this stuff. You know, so many believers don't want to change. They like how they is. I look to the hills, and I've been looking to the hills, and I'm going to keep looking to the hills. Well, keep on, baby. (laughs) You know, I'm, I'm one of those people, I love me some sweet tea. But I can't live my life off of sweet tea. I can have sweet tea in moderation. But if I try to live my life just drinking sweet tea every meal, 
and in between meals, at some point, I'm going to run into some trouble in my body. Something's going to start shutting down. Something's going to stop, start functioning improperly because I'm not getting the right nutrients to my body. I'm just filling myself up with a bunch of sugar water. <laughs> and so many believers want to live off of sugar water. And you can't build a strong, healthy body on sugar water. Mm, but it tastes so good. My, oh, it tastes so Yeah, it tastes good, but it'll kill you. <laughs> oh, it don't sound like y'all came to have church this morning. <laughs> wow. So we, we have to adjust. We have to make adjustments. Yeah, we can have some sugar water. Hello? But we, the word of God says, desire the sincere milk of the word that you can grow thereby. Amen. And as we grow and we develop, then we get over onto meat. And we can handle some stuff. And our bodies can be healthy and whole. Hello? God intends that us, that we be healthy and whole, not just in our physical body, but as the body of Christ. Huh? He expects us to be whole. He's made provision for us to be whole. And we have access, again, through these things, to these things, through our praise and worship. Are you with me this morning? Again, people don't like being corrected, but even in the natural if all you do is give your baby sugar water, you're going to rot in their teeth. Real quiet in the sanctuary. Y'all just taking it in, aren't you? You thought I was going to let you just run first, didn't you? Uh-uh, <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, but even in the natural, if you just feed your child sugar water, It'll rotten their teeth. And it'll affect their development. It'll affect their growth. Just even in the natural. And how much more when we carry that over in, into the spiritual realm. As we're developing in God and we're, we're maturing in God. You know, even it, in, in the natural, if you don't take care of your kids, they have these people, uh, DS, DHS agency, huh? That'll come in and investigate you. Don't nobody get scared. They ain't call nobody. <laughs> but they'll come in and, and investigate you as, as to why your kid's teeth are in the shape that they're in. Why, is, why are they not getting the proper nutrients? Why are they not healthy? They'll question you. How much more? Our responsibilities as preachers and teachers and ministers of the word of God, how much more is our responsibility to, to feed you the right things so that when we stand before Jesus, huh, and we give an account of what we teach and what we preach, huh, because we're going to give an account and you're going to give an account of what you hear. So we want to put the right things in so there's the, the proper growth and the proper development, the proper maturity. And a lot of ways that, and a lot of, the, one of the main avenues that we do learn is through the music that we listen to. How many of you listen to music in your car? How many of you listen to music in your house? Huh? Music on the job. A lot of us are surrounded by music many hours of the day, and it can have an effect on us, can have an effect on our souls. Praise the Lord. Amen. I know. Well, I'm trying to stay out of some stuff this morning. Let me hurry up. But I know uh, when I work secular, they set the radio right over my head. And being given to music, you know, I'd hear all these secular songs all day long, you know, and I pick up music pretty quick. So the next thing you know, you know, I'm singing all this secular stuff. It's like, well, where, as I get down the road, where's all this stuff coming from? 
why all of a sudden are things invading my life that never invaded it before? And it's because I was listening to that secular music and I let it in. Because everybody in our department liked the music and they just listened to it. And so it started becoming a part of me. So I realized I, I got to close the door. Praise the Lord. Over in Colossians chapter 3, how do you close the door? Colossians chapter 3. Verse 16 and 17 says this, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Let the word of Christ dwell in you in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Ephesians chapter 5 verses 18 through 21 says this, and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the spirit, speaking to yourselves. In psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus, submitting yourselves to one to another in the fear of God. It's how you close the door. It's being filled with the word of God by speaking to yourself. Listen, God knows you on the front line. He doesn't have you hid back in some corner. He knows the people that you have to deal with on your job. Hello? He knows the people that you have to deal with in your community. He knows that we are exposed to all these things. We cannot live in this world and not be exposed to these things. Are you with me? Hello? And don't act like they can't have an effect on you because they can I almost started singing some of that secular stuff because I remember it. <laughs> but the way to close the door is get the word in you. Amen. And as you get the word in you, sometimes as I was listening to the radio, I, I, I realized that I needed to place those circular, secular words with God's words. Just that simple. Because I'm going to hear it, and so I need to do a word replacement thing because, you know, I don't want to lose the house, the car, the dog. You know, I don't want to lose all that stuff. Hello? Well, you got to put some, I'm taking it back. I'm holding on. I'm keeping my stuff. My dear, you know. <laughs> Otherwise, you leave work with everything gone. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But there, there, there are adjustments and there are corrections that we have to make in life just because we are exposed to these things. And God doesn't intend that we run and hide. But he expects us to be mature enough to fill ourselves with the word of God. So as we are exposed to these things, they don't affect us the same way. Anybody down here in Florida ever heard of sunscreen? Huh? And if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, there are different degrees or strengths of sunscreen, depending on how much you're going to be in the sun or how the sun affects your skin type. Am I right? Am I doing it? No, hey, you know, I'm, I'm kind of one of those that don't need a whole lot of sunscreen. <laughs> Help a brother out. Help a brother. You know, don't let me just out there floundering, you know. <laughs> Trying to relate. <laughs> But now you put on the, uh, the uh, appropriate amount as to how much of the sun that you want to block. And there are, I take it now that there are strengths that will totally block the sun to where you won't tan like me at all. I'm just tan. 
anyhow. <laughs> but there are strengths that you can put on so that even when you're in the sun, the sun doesn't have an effect on you. And there are places that we can run to in this world that even though in the, we're in this world, that this world doesn't have an effect on us. But you got to put the strength on. You got to put it on. You got to put the word in you. You got to put the word in you. I'll say it again. You got to put the word in you. It does no good to have that bottle. <laughs> I got my bottle. See, I got my bottle. Can I borrow this for a second? Thank you. See, I got my Bible. I got my Bible, everybody. But it does me no good if I don't put it in me. The sunscreen does you no good if you don't put it on you. And so the word admonishes us, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Oh, you're going to be confronted with sickness. You're going to be confronted with disease. But put this word in you and the sickness and disease and the pain will have no effect on you. It may come, but it can't affect you. It can't change your appearance. And so we're happy while we're happy. We rejoice. The way we rejoice is because we allow the word, the word of God to dwell in us richly. Amen. Whew. And so when we come together, we don't come together quietly. Thank you, mother. But when we come together, we come to make a joyful noise. Amen. We come to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Someone who just said, all, all ye lands, everybody, <laughs> everybody make some noise. Not just any kind of noise, but make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Woo! Well, brother, brother, that's just not my personality. Remember, we talked about this earlier, about people who don't want to change, about people who want to keep looking to the hills. I'm over here looking at a hill, and don't you bother me. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here praising God my way and don't you bother me if I don't want to make no noise don't you say nothing to me <laughs> y'all do all that all y'all want to but don't bother me <laughs> we trying to help you Come on, the word says, make a joyful noise. Oh, you land. Let it come out of you. Expressions of thanksgiving. Make the noise. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. God, you're good. Woo! Hey. <laughs> Amen. Maybe your basketball team won last night. Mighty quiet in the sanctuary this morning. Well, I watched, I watched uh, a little bit of b-ball last night because I wanted to see who won. And, and I noticed the teams that won, they weren't like this. Ah, no, nah, they were they were jumping. <laughs> I mean, they were excited. They were joyful. Woo! They threw water on the coach, and it wasn't even the championship. Hello, somebody. They were joyful. They were jubilant. 
Amen. They were making a joyful noise, but it was because of a basketball game. Because now they have potential, potentially the, the ability to win the championship. I mean, you know, our team already won the championship. We already hold the medals. Amen. We already hold a position. Glory to God. Already, already. We just wake up and celebrate. Hey, we already won. Woohoo! Already won. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Serve the Lord with gladness. No need to be a sour Christian. Amen. And our responsibilities as we're living our daily lives, we ought to be living it with gladness. This ought to be our lifestyle. This is the lifestyle of being glad. I'm taking way too much time this morning. But being a, being a black man, there's a whole lot of opportunity to get mad at white people. Oh, Lord, I can't believe he said it. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Mother. I, I needed that help. I just think all white people love black people. There ain't no reason. I... <laughs> Serve the Lord with gladness. And God will put you, allow you to be in situations where you go to a church to preach. And you're the only black person there. This ain't in the world. This is a church. And you're the only black person there. And the pastor said, Philip, you know, let's, let's go to the door and greet the people as they come in. Oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, that works for me. And so we're greeting people and shaking hands as the people are coming in. And, and a lady walks up and she goes, oh, pastor, I didn't know we were having an in here to preach. All my joy just, it, <laughs> Gone. Gone, gone, because in the natural, I've been taught how to respond to people that call me the N-word, all right? <laughs> Woo! And here we are, we ain't had our first service yet, and here it is, this lady walking up calling me out my name already. This ain't going to be a good meeting. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know why I did this. It had to be God in me. Had to be God. I reached out and I grabbed her. And I pulled her to me and I caught her like this, where her hands were like this. I caught her. And I looked at her and I said, Sister, before this weekend is out, you and I are going to be best friends. That had to be God. Because I wasn't trained naturally to respond like that. Huh? I could tell you how I was trained, but I don't think it's necessary <laughs> to go into that. But by the end of that week, how God moved in us, praising and singing, and worshiping God, spending time in the presence of God, letting the power of God just fall on us. I mean, we got drunk in the Holy Ghost. Drunk, I mean... Drunk in the Holy Ghost. Like I ain't never been drunk before. I mean, God moved into the place, and there's times God wasn't moving into the place, Pastor, and I'd still go lay hands on her. Bless her, Jesus. Bless her. Bless her. Bless her, bless her, bless her, bless her, bless her. 
Nessa. Wouldn't be feeling God at all. <laughs> Sometimes I did. Serving God with gladness. Serving God with gladness. You got to find the gladness. Not because you feel it. Huh? Because you choose to serve the Lord with gladness. You choose to make a joyful noise. Until you choose. It's a choice. You choose to be mad, cuss everybody out, leave the church, leave the house. I ain't taking it. I'm a man. You ain't treating me like that. Uh Or you can choose to serve the Lord with gladness. Make some joyful noise. Amen. Coming before his presence with singing. Thanksgiving. We just choose to live there. And in the process of living there, I know I'm cutting corners this morning, but I need to be done. But in the process of living there and living in that place and not letting this natural life control us, not letting our natural feelings dominate us, but living out of this new person, this being that we are in Christ, living out of that place, living out of our position in him puts us at a totally different level, at a totally different standard. And we live out of that place. Whoo! We live out of there. Amen. We live out of that place. Not trying to get there. We live out of this place that we have in him. So there's always a medley that should be in our heart. I'm telling you, people can flat out cuss you out. And there can be. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart, I got God's joy, 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 down in my heart, down in my heart today. Oh, and I'm so happy. Huh? Oh, they're trying to move you out of your position. But you say, I'm so happy. I have Lord Jesus in my heart. If I didn't, I'd punch you in your mouth. But I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, somebody. Don't act like you don't have flesh. Oh, the same time God talking to you, your flesh is talking to you. <laughs> Woo! Yay! I'm so happy. You got to choose who you're going to listen to. And who you listen to is what you've been feeding on. That in the word, dwelling you richly. I'm closing. With this, as stated in the beginning, there are things that God wants to get to us. There are blessings that he wants to run our lives over with. And we need to access those blessings. I believe a big part of accessing those blessings is our place in the spirit that we hold through our praise and through our worship. That we hold our place there. And things just come to us. So I think it was two years ago now. I'm done. Two years ago. I was on my way to a youth camp. And my car had trouble. So anyway, I took it to the shop and they were working on it. And they couldn't get it fixed in time. So I was concerned because I had to preach that night. And I had like a four-hour drive. And it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I needed to get to the youth conference. And so that, that, that black thing come, came on me. They just doing this because I'm a black man. Okay, maybe y'all don't understand. No, I can't say that. they just doing this because I'm a woman. I can't say that. <laughs> huh? But we all use those things. When the pressure's on, we all, we all pull out those cards. 
All right, let me leave that alone. That's another message. And so I, I was playing my cards. But thank God for godly friends. My friend called me and said, listen, leave the car here, rent a car, go do the camp. And so I was like, that's my God answer right there because I'm about to get ugly with these people. And, and so anyway, I got to the camp, and all week long it was in my mind, what am I going to do about this car? What am I going to do about this car? And one of the pastors that was there, he said, Philip, you need to get up off that, some of your money and just go buy a car. Say, hey, what I want to do. You and him was both wrong. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's one of those things where, where I, I knew God had something in store, but I didn't know how to put my hand on it. And I'd pray in tongues and, you know, and I confess the word, and it's just like, mm, that's not getting it. That's not getting it. And so, but I get over into this place to where I start worshiping and just praising God. Father, you supply all my needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And I just got over there and just praised God. Thank you, Lord, for the answer. Thank you, Lord, that I know what to do. Thank you, Lord. Amen. That I have the right vehicle at the right time. And, uh, you know, woo. Just praising. Praise God. And, and we get to the end of the week, and I'm preaching at the church on Sunday morning. And I preach a message called, this is our time of consistent miracles. Just God moving in our life. Just God moving. And I said, let's praise God this morning for the miracle that we're believing for. Praise God according to the size of the miracle that you need. So if all you need is a penny, you can go, hey. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and that'll probably take care of it. But if you're believing bigger than that, I said, just, just go for it. Just go for it. Because I is. <laughs> and I mean, we didn't have no music, you know. We didn't have the B3. We didn't have none of that. We just went for it. I'm not doing all that this morning because, Pastor, I've been working, cleaning trees off and weeds and all that kind of stuff. And my body's been talking to me, <laughs> saying, I hurt, I'm sore. <laughs> Ouch. Anyhow. But, you know, we went to praising God, and we praised him for a few minutes there. I mean, we just went for it, just went ballistic. And as we were praising God, the end of praising God, a young man comes up to me. He says, Brother Philip, the Lord told me to give you my truck. I said, well, I wasn't believing for a truck. <laughs> you know how we do. I wasn't believing for a truck. And uh, he was a young man, only, only 18 years old, you know. And, and he's, a, he's a white young man, and here it is, you know. I'm, I'm out here in the country, and it's like, is this some kind of setup? <laughs> All these things are going through my mind. But anyhow, as, as I went over and I told the pastor, hey, pastor, this young man said the Lord told him to give me his truck. And I said, what should we do? And the pastor just kind of stood there. I'm looking for some wise counsel. You know, help a brother out. <laughs> and he says, well, if the Lord said it, do it. And walked off. <laughs> like, this kid is 18 years old. I can't take an 18-year-old's truck. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> so anyway... Uh, I ended up going to his house, meeting his parents, and then I realized that I know his parents. And, and come to find out, when he came home from camp uh, that Saturday night, that he, when he walked in the door, his dad looked at him and said, you're supposed to give somebody your truck. You better obey God. And he looked at his dad and said, I know who it is. <laughs> but praising God released that truck. 
worshiping God, magnifying God. It released that truck. I didn't even know that I wanted a truck. I didn't know that I would like trucks. <laughs> I had no clue. No clue. But I'm telling you what, I got in that truck, and it's like, this is nice. This thing rides nice. This thing looks good on me. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Woo, thank you. Thank you. And I mean, I've been, I've been loving that truck. I'm telling you, we get over here in these places in God. We praise him and we rejoice and we thank him. And he just begins to release things in our lives that we don't even realize that it is a desire of our heart. Because he says, I made you. I formed you. I know you better than you know you. I know what you like. Woo! I didn't know that I would like trucks. But I like trucks. <laughs> but it all came from, praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That all things work together for good to them that love you and who are called according to your purpose. Father, I bless you. I praise you. I thank you that I don't have to figure this thing out. Whoo, that ahead of time, you knew that I needed a vehicle. Hallelujah. You, you know that I'm out doing your work, and I just can't be riding around in something shabby that breaks down every 15 miles. Amen. I just thank you that it's done. Whoo, I praise you that it's done. I don't have to figure it out. I don't have to worry about it, but Father, thank you. It's done. It's done. I'll come across the right deal. I'll come across the right vehicle. Ha! And he's just like, here you go. I already have things in store. Already have things laid out for you. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.